culture, society. On every street and around every bend lies a world positively overflowing with both. But sometimes we can all use a night in, removed from the endless spiral of chaos and absolute nonsense that waits outside our doors. And for those nights, there's Drizzly, the number one app for alcohol delivery. With Drizzly, you can shop local stores and compare prices on the biggest selection of beer, wine, and spirits, then get your favorite drinks delivered to your door in under 60 minutes. All from the comfort of your couch. Because society is great, but it doesn't have your couch. And it's windy out. And you forgot your jacket. And oh my God, would you look at the line at that place? Are you serious? I... (sighs) So download the Drizzly app or go to drizzly.com. That's D-R-I-Z-L-Y dot com today. This week's episode is brought to you by Seeking.com, an empowered dating site for elite singles worldwide. You're listening to Hashtag No Filter with Zach Peter. That's me, your naturally platinum blonde pop culture connoisseur. I'm the reality TV junkie, self-improvement addict, and host with only the hottest tea spilled fresh weekly. For more hot takes, go and give me a follow at Just Plain Zach. I always keep it funny, and I always keep it cute. And if you're like me and you want to stay up to date with the latest reality tea, just go and give us a follow at No Filter with Zach on the Instagram. Or you can always join our private Facebook group. The link is in the description below. If you haven't done so yet, head over to NoFilterWine.com to snag some housewives watching wine. We have five fun designs and one crisp lightly fizzy rosé. It's 14% alcohol by volume, but less than a gram of sugar, so you will definitely be Liddy City, but please drink responsibly. Today, I have out the Drag Me can, because that's the energy that I am channeling for today's guest. Drag me, not because I think she's going to drag me, but because we're going to talk about how the world tries to drag us, and we're just (laughs) saying, uh, how many fucks do I give? Zero, 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 none, not one. Today's guest has a killer TikTok that I live for. She's also got a great podcast breaking all sorts of norms around love and sexuality. She's making me feel good about some of my daddy issues, too. And she's going to be uh, helping us break down some of these juicy (laughs) celebrity couples because some of them be crazy. Please welcome host of Enlightened, the podcast, Sophia Spallino. Hey, Zach. I'm so honored to be here. Thank you for having me. We're going to have so much fun. Oh, I cannot wait. Sophia, I have so many questions for you. First of all, love your TikTok. So great. Thank you. So juicy. Thank you. So, I have so much fun with it. <laughs> the, 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 the videos are great. And I'm always like, yes, I get it. I need a man that, you know, a good man, a stable man that can meet me on my level. Speaking of, yes. it's, it's actually funny because I have this one guy that like has been texting me and we've been like trying to go out Ooh. and I'm just like, <sighs> I don't know. How Spill I the tea. Why not? I I feel like he may be a little wishy-washy. Okay. So like, you're he doesn't, not like, sure about his me, energy. I'm not sure. I So when we actually connect, great synergy, great chemistry. I actually like getting to know him. However... 
Like this, like we literally talked about like getting together on Friday. So then yesterday I texted him like just confirming we're still on for Friday. Didn't respond to me until I got like a voice memo that I woke up to this morning. And then he's like, oh, I'm also free this weekend if you want to push it later into the weekend. And I'm like, but we said Friday and I'm out of town this weekend. So like we do you want to still do Friday? And he's like, oh, well, you know, we need to stop making plans day of. I was like, no, we agreed to meet on Friday. Like, what do you mean? Like we're. You know, uh, it's just I'm but OK, so this is the energy that I'm tired of, Sophia. Yeah, I need yes. a guy that can put it down. I'm tired of this fuck boy energy. You know, <laughs> homie is cute. I will show you his photos. He is cute. I would, you know, go let him go downtown Judy Brown on me for hours. But like <laughs> at some point I need to level up. I need to is stop. He older? He's only two years older than me. So we're technically oh, yeah, the not same age. Enough. Not enough. He is two years older than me, but I also feel like he's also maybe like two years younger than me, just with like mm. the vibe that I get from him. So, yeah. which is totally not my type. I guess my type, <sighs> my type is emotionally unavailable, preferably married. Oh, oh, snap. Okay. <laughs> but then that, that can only be your type for a temporary yeah. time. You can never like build an empire with that person. No, so know. you gotta, you gotta get your priorities straight here, Zach. It seems like you're very focused. You know what you want in life. It's time to know what you want in love. <laughs> I know what I want. I just don't, add, that's the one area of my life. Like, listen, I have a a poppin' podcast. We got a, some poppin' socials. I got my own wine brand. Like, I need somebody that can meet me at my level. You know what I mean? Yes. And that's why I'm like, you. you need to come on this podcast. We're going to break down all the celebrity couples, but let's first start with, like, talking about your relationship. Can you okay. break it down for us and, like, define what it is and what it's Absolutely. not? Absolutely. So I am in a very hetero seeming relationship with an incredible older man who's 28 years older than me, which is really hot. Like I have a thing <laughs> for saying I fuck old people. I it, it's like a turn on. I don't know why. And I wonder sometimes, will my age preferences continue to rise as I grow? Like, will it always be a 30 year? Cause pretty soon they'll be dead. If we yeah. keep going at this rate, like I'm going to be like Trisha Paytas, like going dig up Elvis. Right. Yeah. <laughs> but that, but that's not, I think I am at like my last date was like 66. So by the way, I'm in a hetero relationship with a man, but opened it up within the last six months to a polyamorous opportunity for the right lady. So I go on dates with older ladies. And then if I like them, and then Robert said he likes them. Hopefully that lady would eventually become like our lady, but mm -hmm. I haven't found the right one yet. But anyway, I like them older. And I think I just like them older because I love success. Mm -hmm. Success is attractive to me and success can look different for everyone. Sometimes the ladies I'm interested in, like their husbands made millions upon millions of dollars in the oil field years ago. And it's like, oh my gosh, like you just got to be this, this trophy wife for years and that's super hot but then sometimes it's like robert who's someone who came from nothing and he's worked so hard and he's a mentor in my life and helps me achieve whatever i want doesn't mean he does it for me doesn't even mean he always finances it at all like i wish like i totally wish i could be like yeah he's a nice sugar daddy but he's not yeah. he, at all he's a big believer in like if you want it work for it. Yeah. And it's been that way since I met him. We met three years ago and it started off as like a friendship mentorship relationship. He was building an app for micro influencers. And at the time I had under 10,000 followers on Instagram. So I was like a case study for him. And I saw he followed me 
And it said creator of silly bands in his profile, which is a product he sold billions of about 10 years ago. And so I was like, wow, he must've sold a lot of those. Like he must be like really rich. And I Googled his net worth and I dropped into his DMs, slid into his DMs. That's what the kids say. Sorry. I'm 29. I don't always get it right. (laughs) I'm with you. I'm 28 and I'm like, I try to go on TikTok and I'm like, what the fuck is this? What is like, or when they do like reactions to like songs from like 2002 and I'm like, that was a bop. Like, what are you trying to say? You don't recognize that song. It was such a bop. But see, that's what I love about old people. Like he teaches me the things that were cool from his generation and I vibe. And it's just so fun because most of the time we have everything in common because he's got such a young spirit and I'm an old soul. And I think it's it's just such a fun combination. We never run out of things to talk about because we came from two different generations. I love, love, love dating older. So that's my story. Now we're we're happily almost engaged and I'm sure we're going to get married. It's just going to be different than what traditional marriage is because I like girls too. Yeah. So well, let's talk about the term like sugar daddy or sugar baby. I hate those terms. I want an ambitious <laughs> old like I like older men. I like yeah. men that are taller. I like men that can provide some sort of like emotional anchor for me. Daddy like, energy. Yes. Give me big daddy, big BDE, big daddy energy. Um, But like, I don't want to be like, I don't want to be considered like a sugar baby nor do I want a sugar daddy like I don't even really want to call you daddy in bed like but like I would like somebody that can be a little older that can be a bit of a mentor that you know is stable and secure in his his life I'm coming to the table with a full plate you know I don't you know if you can come to the table with a full plate let's do it I don't mind if you have a private jet but like you know let's at least have a full plate No, I agree. I think that there's something so important about someone who's emotionally stable, someone who's financially stable, and someone who loves who they are enough to not be afraid of supporting you. They're so confident in who they are, but they're not trying to hold you back or think that pushing you forward will dim their light. And I think that dating men my age, they would be a little intimidated because like you said, we come to the, the table with the full plate. We're like, we're already successful on our own. We're already doing our own untraditional things and business and i think a lot of guys our age just they're like wait what you can you can travel you you have all this freedom whereas they don't they're stuck at their their day jobs doing boring things and then the older guys they've accomplished so much or they've created freedom in their life where they love working still like robert he loves his work but we have a lot of freedom i love it so yeah I want you to help me break down some of these like age gapped relationships that we see in the news a lot lately. Okay. So we're going to play a fun round of for love or money reality stars edition. Okay. So I want you to know in your opinion, and I'll give mine too, but in your opinion, I want to know, do you think that these stars are dating for love or are they dating for money and fame? Okay. Okay, first up, I want to talk about Megan Fox. Now, Megan Fox is a little bit of a complicated situation because she's currently dating rapper Machine Gun Kelly. They're only three years apart. However, she just got out of a very long-term relationship. She dated Brian Austin Green from the 90210 fame for 16 years. They were married for 10. They have three kids. Currently in the middle of a divorce, she very quickly jumped out of this marriage to Brian and jumped into Machine Gun Kelly's pants. And we see them all around town with their tongues out and they're making out and they're holding hands. And it's heavy, heavy PDA 
very much with Courtney Kardashian and Travis Barker, and they're just like a cute little foursome just bopping around town. Do you think that Megan was in her marriage to Brian for love, or do you think she was in it for the money, considering she met him at 18, was very open about pursuing him at a young age when he was 30. She was 18 and he was 30. They met on the show of the uh, the set of the show she was doing. Do you think that she was with him because she had she needed a daddy in her life? Was she with him for the fame and the money? I mean, I guess she was making her own money. Yeah, I think, okay, here's my belief about life, spirituality, relationships, conspiracy theories, politics. More than one thing can be true at once. I really do think that you could find love with someone and you could have initially been attracted to them for the stability and the money that they provide. I mean, I was initially attracted to Robert because of who he is, what he's done, but now I actually love him. I think right now with Machine Gun Kelly, I think she's reverting back. She's had the stability. Maybe that's come with the cost of feeling confined, being a mom, being stuck growing up too fast. Maybe she dated someone older too young and now she's just having fun. And it's so fun to be like in this like very sexual, like out there relationship with someone her age for the first time. So yeah, that's how I, I see it. I think that's true. So when, when do you think is like the appropriate time in your life to pursue an older relationship? Cause I Ooh. feel like you're right. You know, like it's part of the reason I don't date younger guys. Or part of the reason I don't want to have sex with younger guys is cause I'm just like, you're not mentally or emotionally developed yet. You know, yeah. you still have to like figure your shit out a little bit more. Okay, well, I don't want to offend anyone, but they do say, scientists say, your brain isn't fully developed until you're 26. Mm. And I think that there are, and we have to admit this, power dynamics that can come into play in any unhealthy relationship, whether there's an age gap or not. However, in age gap relationships, this is far more common of men putting women in abusive situations if there is an age gap and they are being controlling with them or making them feel dumb, like being very narcissistic, they have that power. So you want to make sure that you know who you are and you're confident who you are. And I think that comes to many people at different ages. I grew up very privileged. I grew up very homeschooled. I did. I wasn't worldly. So it took me a while to get into the real world and realize that it wasn't what I I thought it was. So my brain wasn't fully developed until I was 26. But someone who has taken care of themselves since they were maybe in high school, maybe their brains developed so much younger. So it's not my place to say, right. but I, I would say that 18 is really young, especially if you come from a lifestyle where you're used to getting things from other people and you're not used to working for it yourself. It might take you a longer time to get developed like it did to me. I think, yeah. I think for me, I was very mature at a young age, just very in a different headspace as people in high school. But even I had that moment of like when I turned 18 of just, like processing the fact that okay I'm now even though I've always felt like an adult now I'm officially an adult and I'm breaking up with my childhood and like it took me a while and a couple of years to really kind of process all of that and truly you know sink into my life as an adult and I feel like you're always evolving and growing into your 20s and 30s and 40s like you know you're always maturing and developing I just feel like 
when you're that young, when you're fresh out of high school and just like you need to dip into the world a little more and live your life a little bit and get beat up and get a few bruises and then determine what you want. Like you have to taste all the Baskin Robbins flavors and then determine, okay, this is the one that I like. (laughs) Absolutely. And that's something I preach a lot because when I was younger, I grew up super sheltered and that's what a lot of my content is about. Like don't wait to have sex till marriage because that's what was pressed into my head. Oh, it was horrible. I grew up in purity culture. And so how are you supposed to know if the first person you date, like, I don't know if he was the first person, but the first serious relationship older, you end up having three kids. How much of your life did you miss out on? And probably right now she's regressing. She's going back to like living what most people would get to live the fun in college. Yeah. It's true. And it's interesting, though, that some people were up in arms about the fact that she was dating a younger man, even though he's three years younger than her. But it's so interesting how it was fine for her to be 18 dating a 30 year old. But now she's a 34 year old dating a 31 year old. And now that's like, you know, that's controversial because society hates aging women and women who are older. It's just not common. And that needs to be flipped around, I think. I think age gap relationships, even if you're straight and you're a guy and, and you want to be with an older woman, I think that should be celebrated. Yeah, I agree. So fun. So you mm-hmm. mentioned power dynamics. And so one couple comes to mind for me, and that's from The Real Housewives of Beverly Hills. Hot topic on the podcast is Erica Jane and her husband, Ooh. Tom Girardi. They, he met her when she was about 30, and he was in his 50s. She's now 50. He's 82. She just filed for divorce a little less than a year ago after being married for 20 years. He met her as a young yeah. cocktail waitress. She was a, a young actress. Um, she had a son. He ended up hitting on her. They hit it off. He lived with her for, I think, about a year before they actually made their relationship romantic. He's a very wealthy and powerful attorney in L.A. As I mentioned, she's now divorcing him amid all of these uh, recent embezzlement and fraud allegations that have come out recently. She's now, her narrative now is that he was very abusive towards her. He very much like would keep, like her role was to play the good wife and she would show up on his arm when she was supposed to and she came to events when she was allowed to and then on the flip side of it, he would give her an Amex and let her spend any and everything that she wanted. Holy moly. But it now seems like there was a bit of a power dynamic or at least she's now trying to paint that narrative that he definitely had a lot of control over her throughout the 20-year marriage. So I watched that documentary mm-hmm. and it seemed like they got along really well. Things are really great. Now, I'm not saying that we shouldn't believe her. I think it's really important to listen to women. But I will say this. It would be really hard for me not to know if Robert was like doing awful things to people and scamming them because we work together. Mm-hmm. Like as a woman who doesn't have to work as hard, like, I work when I want to. I I. I enjoy what I do, but I can hear him in the next room in his office doing his business. And I think if all of a sudden we started having all this money that just other people were, I think I'd hear about it. I think I would hear about it from Mm. my friends, especially in LA. It's like a big city, but small town. I don't think I I just, I don't buy it. I don't buy it that all of a sudden he's this bad guy. Mm. His energy towards her seemed really good. Now he's a bad guy in business, but to her, I don't, I don't know. I don't see it. I don't, I I hate saying that about a woman, what she said, but I don't, I don't believe her. I think the the divorce is fake, not the love. (laughs) Oh, so you think that she does love him or does she just love his money? 
because even <clears throat> so the further I dig into it too, it now seems like because in recent years, we haven't really seen her at events with him. And he very rarely will film the reality show when they're mm-hmm. together. And even when you watch them on the show together, they don't really have chemistry. Um, but now we're seeing that there was this other younger woman that was rumored to be his girlfriend that was going to all of these charity galas and events with him. And so I'm wondering if, you know, she was kind of the replacement so that Erica can go off and kind of live her life because maybe she was done with Tom. I mean, she did. She does need to move on and live her life if she had nothing to do with the scandal. So it, it's so complicated because I, I will be honest, I haven't kept up with it. All I saw was yeah. that documentary. And what I saw was the man seemed to really care about her. But if if he had been doing this side girlfriend situation, I don't know, then maybe she is telling the truth because I could imagine you'd feel very stuck in that power dynamic. And then maybe you do end up just loving someone for money or having to be there. You're really stuck. It's like a prison because you have this persona. You got to keep going that things are okay, not only financially, but romantically. Yeah. And keeping up his facade. It definitely seemed like he... That was he was all smoke and mirrors. He didn't have the money that, that he was projecting. And I would imagine maybe there was some sort of pressure to kind of keep up with that facade to not upset him and then get your Amex cut. And then, oh, like, oh he had it. it. It wasn't fake. He had it because he was stealing it. Yeah. <laughs> That's right. He, he did so bad. It. He was just spending it. Oh, my gosh. And then she'd have these crazy parties. Look, I guess you got to do what you got to do to keep up in that world yeah I, I don't know that that's what's crazy about these reality shows it's not just her i think this has happened to so many people where you know you just got to up level the party of the last girl and i can't imagine living that life i know yeah so maybe i mean yeah i'm sure there was some aspect of fake but maybe i think i think at one point she did probably really love him i mean yeah when a you know, nice older man with seemingly a lot of money comes to you and wants to give you the fairy tale. I think it's easy to want to buy it. I also think he's cute. Like, I think he was cute when he met her. Like, I don't think he looked he's like little, a little though. He's like, five, I think he four. Like, he's five, four. He's five, four. Oh, he's so tiny. he's a little too tiny for me. Okay, maybe so. I didn't realize that. <laughs> uh, I didn't until I watched the documentary too. And they said he was five, four. And I was like, five, four. I, I don't know. That's. No, I don't know. Robert's 5'10", which even then for a guy that I date, Robert's like not like a super big guy. So yeah, 5'4 yeah, would be pushing it. Okay. Okay. So Maybe the money was just appealing. <laughs> so staying in the realm of, of Real Housewives of Beverly Hills, we have Lisa Rinna's daughter, Amelia Hamlin. Mm. She was dating Scott Disick. She's 20. Scott Disick is 38. We know Scott, you know, left Courtney or they broke up. He's been wanting to get back with Courtney Kardashian. She doesn't really want anything to do with him, probably because he's a bit of a party boy. Now we see he's dating Amelia Hamlin, who is 20 years old. They recently just announced that they or not announced, but it broke in the news that they were on a break and it was seemingly confirmed by Lisa Rinna and Harry Hamlin, her parents. What do you think about Scott and Amelia? Was that was that love? I don't know if I would think that that was love. I think that was like, you know, for him, it was a pretty young girl to have on his arms. And for her, it was an opportunity to leverage Kardashian fame. Yeah, I must agree with you there. And I will tell you why, because when you get into an age gap relationship, uh, your parents are going to be, if they care about you, they're going to really be concerned that they're going to want to meet this guy. They're going to want to like him. And it didn't sound like her mom liked him very much, probably for good reason. Yeah. And 
um, if your parents really have your best interests at heart and that's something I, I'd encourage you listen to. She, it looks like she's choosing family's opinion over a man that isn't forever. If you find love with someone, give zero fucks about what your family thinks. But if this is something you're doing just to leverage fame or money and that person is unhealthy for you and your parents see it, yeah. then it's time you choose family over that love because that's not the true love. But if it's true love, I'd, I would be telling Amelia, who cares what your mom thinks? Yeah. But it's obviously not. It's not. And that's okay. It's okay to know. Yeah. <laughs> get that Kardashian coin. <laughs> yes, get it, girl. Um, okay, let's talk about Lala Kent and Randall Emmett. Lala's 31, Randall's 50. She met him. He is a um, he's a, a very successful producer. He produced TV, film, emp- or not Empire. What was a Power with 50 Cent was one of like his recent big hits. So he ended up casting her in one of his movies or saw her, wanted to cast her in one of the movies, and very quickly on was just buying her these very big extravagant gifts. He bought her, like, a Range Rover after their first date. Like, very much just throwing his money at her. Now they've been together for a couple of years. They're now engaged. They just had a baby girl. And she kind of talks about, I read her book, and in her book she talks about how she had her hoe phase, and she had her fun, and she messed around, and she got it all out of her system, and then she was ready for something a little more serious. She wanted a successful man. She has been unapologetic about that, and she's just like, you know what, I go for what I want, and Randall is something that I want, and now I'm living a great life. Mm. Okay. I don't know. In the beginning, yeah, if someone throws money, like a Range Rover at you on the first date, in my experience, I've had guys like that. They would buy the most epic spa packages, right? Like crazy, like actually go to this hotel in Houston and be covered in gold where the masseuse would literally tell me, you realize only cele- I've only given celebrities this massage. You're the first woman I can't like Google. I, I wasn't doing what I'm doing at this point in my life that has ever gotten this massage. This is amazing. Who are you married to or whatever? And I'd just be like, what? Well, meanwhile, this guy would be buying me lubes and Chanel and Versace and anything I could dream of while I'm getting a massage. He's like fucking a random girl he meets. So I think in those relationships, typically you want to meet someone who's balanced um, because those relationships typically don't last. However, with Lala and Randall, regardless of the fact that he did all this extravagant gift giving to her in the very beginning, there's something that does seem real. Like when I researched them, I felt like there's a a friendship there and everything that she wants to pursue in life. He's really the way Robert does for me, supports me. And I think that they're truly best friends at the very least. I think there is some authentic love there, but I want to warn people in the beginning, if someone throws something at you, there's a difference between someone treating you well and giving you gifts and someone buying you a Range Rover on the first date. That's yeah. usually a red flag. <laughs> yeah. And we even see a bit of, we saw a bit of like the power dynamic where they did get into a fight and he got upset with her and he grabbed the Gucci slides that he bought her. And he's like, now you can buy your own Gucci slides and like send her off. So there was a bit of that power dynamic too. She ended up talking about how like part of their, the issues in the relationship were her um, dependency on alcohol. She's now sober. And she said, since being sober, like their relationship is just so much better because she used to actually put him through a lot. So to me, I kind of feel like maybe it is love. If you're willing to stick it out with somebody through all, all of these really bad times if somebody's being yeah. this destructive and volatile. 
Yeah. And I mean, at any, we don't see what goes on behind closed doors. So that's great that she admitted that because if all we see is a man grabbing your shoes and saying, go get your own now, that looks pretty abusive. But like you said, we didn't know what she was putting him through. But I will say when someone, if, if you're dating someone and all of a sudden they want to take something away, that they gave you, that's a really, really bad sign of they just love power and there's, they're a narcissist. So I would, I would be careful for that, but everyone has bad days. And if the camera caught Randall on a bad day, well, you know, I don't want his whole reputation to be ruined by that. But I mean, you bring up a good point of like, those are two really big red flags. Somebody flashing their money and giving you really extravagant gifts up front and then being able to take those gifts away from you. If they feel like, you know, you're not, performing the way that they want you to or behaving how they would like you to. I think those are two really big red flags. Absolutely. And in the type of dating that I believe in, which is mutually beneficial dating, I think that, yes, you're going to get things in exchange for your time and your love, just like any other relationship. But like, don't just accept gifts and they like truly believe you're expected to do something in exchange for a gift because you're not. That's crazy. Yeah. You're not. Yeah. Don't do that. Bad idea. I think another great example, though, or a good example in comparison is Dorit and Dorit Kemsley and her husband, PK. So they've been married for six years. And we're now seeing on this current season of Real Housewives of Beverly Hills, she just launched a bridal collection and he's there helping her like name the dresses. And, you know, and she talks about how he is a really successful like businessman. I mean, I don't know if he's really a business. I mean, I guess he's tried to launch businesses, but he's more of a talent manager. Uh, One of his biggest clients is Boy George. But she talks about how when it came to even she had a bikini collection that he helped name. She originally came up with the name and he's like, that's a terrible name. It's not going to sell. You should name it this and then it did it did well for her so that's a relationship that I think is nice because you can see him wanting to mentor and help her being that he's had his own success now help bring up her success yeah as soon as I saw them too it reminded me of Robert and I and Honestly, I couldn't get past how hot Dort was. So <laughs> I like that's my type. But they, they just they look so good together and it looks like they work together and they enjoy working together. And that's the most important thing because everything else in life is just like the icing on the cake. But the cake is like your every day. And yeah. if your everyday work is fun because you're doing it with someone you love, that's what's most important. Yeah. So Highly recommend finding a partner to build an empire with. Yes, that's right. And there's nothing wrong with being able to say that and to admit that, you know? No, not at all. Again, I have a homeboy over here that like can't even commit to me. Oh, speaking of, there's another one. Wait, another guy or another another text? No, another guy. So this other guy is actually a really, I can't give too many details about him without giving him away, but he has a very successful like, multi hundred million dollar profitable business um, that I've known for a while. And then I ended up finding him on seeking.com and Ooh, like, I love oh, that hi. Yeah. And so, I mean, I did it cause I had on like Rachel, you who was a, an ambassador and she's like, you need to get on the site. And then I had on Brandon Wade, the founder on the podcast as well. And he's like, we need to find you, a, you know, a man. And I'm like, yes, let's do it, Brandon. Um, so I ended up seeing him on the site too. And it was like a nice way for us to be like, Oh, so we're both single. And like, you know, I've known you, but I didn't know, you know, what your intentions were with me and vice versa. And now we have an opportunity, but it's so interesting that we're having this conversation. And he texted me literally three minutes ago. 
Was it like a text that implies a date? It just said, hey, like checking in on he like checks in on me every once in a while. I think he's out of the country right now. But he checks in on me every once in a while. I love that about older people. I'm assuming he's older. Yeah, he's older. Okay, I love it. I love like the daddy energy. I love the mommy energy. I I love that that's what you find on seeking because usually, usually not all the time, but most people to achieve success, they they're a little bit older. And I I love that it's a place to be open and honest. So, I mean, obviously any dating app, you could put whatever you want on your profile, but on seeking, there's a place to really be open and honest and you don't really waste time because you just put exactly what you're looking for right there. You have a mutual beneficial fit. And I mean, that's what any relationship is. It's like, Hey, I bring this to the table. You bring this to the table. Let's both eat at the table. Yeah. Right. Let's eat at a nice table. I mean, if we both like, listen, I like fancy shit and I want somebody that also likes fancy shit and like we can build fancy shit empire together. Yes. You don't have to choose love or money. You can live an and life, not an or life. So you can have it all like this and that love and money. But, you know, I tell people do not date for love or money. Okay, that's like the the after effect you date for compatibility mm-hmm. and oh wait what's the other word that i say dang a day opportunity Duh. opportunity because money can fade right like if someone's just giving you gifts all the time or providing you money for something but you're not investing it right if you date someone who's ahead of you financially make sure you're being smart with that money and use that as an opportunity for your future and then date for compatibility because compatibility is friendship that can turn to love and it's just a strong foundation. It's true. And once you recognize those things, like I had that hard, cold moment, like maybe in the past two years of being like, I need to find somebody that I'm compatible with and then can see me having a future with. Like, it's not just about dating somebody and being like, you're hot. I'm hot. We're both hot together and we have great sex. And it's just, it's fun right now. Right now isn't going to last, you know? And that's why I said, I'm tired of the Starbucks baristas. And I think it's okay (laughs) to be like, you know what? I want somebody that's successful, you know? And like, for me, like, listen, some, some chicks, some dudes are out here and they're like, you know, I want somebody that's like well hung. And I'm like, you don't need to be big down there as long as you have a big bank account, I'm good. Like Amen. we all have the Amen. things that we like and we want. Oh, I love a big bank account. I love a big brain. Mm. So bank accounts and brains, that's my aphrodisiac. Like if you can teach me something, whether that's, you know, financial mentorship or spiritual mentorship or just your life experiences, like that's so hot. Yeah. It's so hot. Yeah, I I think you and I are the same in the sense that like we love self-improvement. We love self-development. We love growth. Yes, absolutely. And everything that I learn from my relationship with an older man, I I save it for the future. Like if I make money and he's paying my living expenses, which he has for three years, like I just stack my money. Like it's my personal growth. I can pay to go on retreats. I can pay to put my money in crypto. Like I can just take my money and put it anywhere I want to use it for later or to better my future, better my brain, my education, whatever. It's just, it's smarter to date a wealthier person. I'm just going to, I'm just going to say it. This is the truth. It's date just up. smarter and it allows more freedom in your life. It's dating up. I mean, they're dating you for their own reasons. And, you know, there's not no reason you shouldn't have your own reasons for wanting to date somebody. And the more we like are open and honest about that, the more happy and fulfilled we can be in a relationship versus marrying somebody that we settle for and then end up presenting Mm. 10 years down the line and we're in an unhappy life. 
Oh, I'd already did that once. It was really, really bad experience. <laughs> I married a guy my age and he was beautiful. Like he looked like Bruno Mars, just gorgeous, but awfully ugly on the inside mm-hmm. and definitely didn't have the drive to ever make the kind of money and give me the kind of lifestyle that I'm living now or even encourage me. So I was building my own brand and I had an online jewelry store before I was doing influencing. I was paying influencers to model my jewelry and I realized mm-hmm. Oh, I want to be an influencer, but I would work till four in the morning, shipping out jewelry, making content for my brand, working all these side jobs to pay for my business. And my husband would make me, ex-husband would make me feel like shit and just be like, it's never going to work. Like this is, he didn't believe in my dream and I needed someone who could believe it in my dream. And I started dating Robert and I, I mean, I obviously did the work myself, but he believed in my dream. And sometimes all you need is, is a good friend or a good partner in your life that believes in you and everything can shift. I agree. Yeah. So what advice do you have to help me and possibly some of my listeners and viewers out there to find a wealthy, successful man? Cause clearly I have an addiction to the fuck boys that keep coming back. Okay. Well, Think about what you said before. You don't want to date for now. And when we settle for the fuck boys or the fuck girls, mm-hmm. we're settling for a temporary fix, just some, you know, brain chemistry to be fi- feeling loved in the moment, feeling that excitement in the moment. But sometimes that excitement is just a sign of anxiety and instability and fear. Mm-hmm. Actual love feels very peaceful. When I first met Robert, Part of me was like, this is kind of boring. Like, I don't worry about him cheating on me. I don't worry about the bills being paid. I don't worry about him not supporting me or making me feel embarrassed about what I do. It was just so easy. The man supported me. He was proud of me. There were no questions. There were no texting games. There was no making me jealous. And when you meet an emotionally mature person that it cares about the future and wants the future to be with you, you're going to have less games. So I want, I want to encourage you to think about the future. And if, even if that means passing up something now that might be fun and temporary, make that sacrifice. Because if you can let go, let go of the fuck boys and you have open hands to receive you're in receptive mode energetically for something incredible to come in. But if your energy spent even slightly, if you've got one little pinky like this, all of your other fingers want to do this and you don't have open hands, right? If you're slightly holding on to something, you're like, but this guy's fun, but this is just for a little while. Your energy is not in receptive mode. Mm-hmm. Sorry. I'm like so spiritual, but you're not in receptive mode for what the universe wants to give you. Yeah. And I know as soon as I let go and I had open hands and I was ready to receive the biggest gift and the love of my life. That's when Robert came in. So that's what I'd encourage you to do. I'd encourage you to use all of the filters on seeking to put long-term relationship to um, if you, if you use the app, you know, you can, you can set it to, okay, I, I, I want kids one day. I want a mentor. Um, I'm looking for a vacations. I'm looking for this or that. And, and for me, it was very important to put on my profile, long-term dating at the time I thought I wanted kids. So I had, you know, don't have, but do what, and that's what I love about seeking because you can choose all these filters and really narrow down. Like you will not waste time if you use all the filters and you're honest with yourself about what you want and then pay for premium because then you want to be able to saturate a zip code, go through, see everyone in that zip code, filter it down to like, however many people you match with, talk to them, move along, move the zip code. That's my best advice. 
I love Don't that. Don't waste time. Well, and I think the other important thing is like the more we have these conversations and the more we talk about it, the more we normalize it and the more yes. safe spaces like seeking can come forth, you know? Yes. Because I think there are so many, because it's so taboo, there are so many other vehicles that aren't safe and at least something mm. like somebody, you know, there's a site like Seeking that can provide additional barriers of safety to prevent you from falling into, you know, a relationship that could potentially be toxic or damaging. Oh my gosh, yeah. Or so dangerous. Seeking's actually much more safe compared to any dating website, in my opinion. So like you could meet someone on any dating app, right? And it, it could be a bad situation, but seeking actually verifies people through artificial intelligence. And they also have like people working with the artificial intelligence. So if they see any sort of message that isn't appropriate, yeah, they immediately can get kicked off the site. So yeah, it's, it's very safe. I've actually... I got, okay, I'm going to be very vulnerable here. I got kicked off of seeking in the beginning of, of my journey. And it was because I was, I was very poor after my divorce. Mm. And I was like, okay, if you want a heart video, I'll wear lingerie Mm. and, and play the harp. Well, seeking does not allow that because that, that goes against terms and conditions. Yeah. I didn't know. I didn't know, but seeking actually kicked me off because they knew it would put me in an unsafe place. Yeah. You know, if a man's willing to pay for something like a transaction, it's not a transactional experience. Uh, so I freaked out and I, I messaged seeking, I emailed them. I actually emailed them multiple times. I was like, I'm so sorry. I will never do it again. Yeah. And I'm so grateful they let me back onto the site, but it, it really made me think like how unsafe that could have been for me. And I'm just so glad that they take care of their members like that because, I mean, I don't know of any other dating site that does, that actually cares. You, it's, it's not only fans, baby. Right, right. I hear that. <laughs> oh, my gosh. But, yeah, <sighs> when you're dating, I do want to encourage people, like, safety is important. Do you have any, like, tips for first date safety? Um, go somewhere public for sure. And like text. So I always send my location to my friends where I'm like, I'm like, Sabrina, here's where I'm going to be. If I get murdered, this was my last known location. And his name is so-and-so. And and this is his phone number. And here are screenshots of his dick. If you need to blackmail him. I also take pictures of license plates before mm-hmm. I get into Ubers and I send that to somebody. Um, yeah. And always like meet in a public place. I mean, there is, there's absolutely no reason why you shouldn't. If someone's ever pressuring you to do something that doesn't feel right, then that's just like major red flag. You wouldn't want to be in the relationship with that person anyway. Right. So yeah. I hear that. No, no, no. I, I haven't been on a first date with a guy in a long time though. It's been three years. I don't plan on going on another. <laughs> I don't know. I might go on one tonight if I don't know what to do. I know what to do. I, my mantra moving forward is I don't chase, I attract. I don't chase, I attract. What's meant for me is for me. The other day, Robert mm-hmm. sent me that TikTok of that girl's um, video. Just, and he was like, listen, I need you to do this with women. Quit chasing them. Just attract them. So yeah, he mentors me in dating women. I love <laughs> the it. benefits of an older man. They're very secure and stable with who they are. And they don't care if you want to date girls too. I love it. so fun my life is so fun i'm so grateful for everything i've manifested so far and i promise you that you will too just let go of the ones that aren't working out yeah 
All right, Sophia, thank you so much for chatting with me today. It's so much fun. fun. All right, where can people give you a follow? Check out your podcast, follow you on the TikTok. I would love that. So we have a really fun community of age gap and people exploring their spirituality and sexuality with me on Instagram at Sophia Spolino. My podcast is called Enlightened. You can search Enlightened anywhere or just Sophia Spolino. I mentor people and building their own social media so they can have freedom and work doing what they love as an influencer. So you can find that on my website, sophiaspolino.com. And I mean, all my handles are Sophia Spolino, TikTok, Instagram, Twitter. Yeah. I would love to have you there. We have a lot of fun. And watching Age Gap Love is so fun and it's so normalized for me now. Like it took me putting it out there and now I have this community of all these girls DMing me every day saying, oh my gosh, like, thank you for making me feel safe. I always liked older guys and I didn't know it was okay to. So it's fun. I love it. Everyone should go and give give Sophia a follow. All right, guys. Thank you. And if you are ready, if we inspired you, obviously I'm single. I suck at dating and, you know, and, and I'm, we're going through this journey together. Sophia is on the other side of it and she's doing very well. She has found a match that works for her and now she's going to find a couple other matches that may continue to work for her and many other different parts of her. Um, but... If you guys are inspired to want to go on your own journey, let us know what you're seeking and go to seeking.com. Sign up today and give it a try. I mean, why not? Own it, baby. Own it. Yeah, you have nothing to lose. Everything to gain. I know. I hear that. All right. I'm going to go browse again later tonight. I'm going to change my zip code because I'm going out of town this weekend and we'll see what happens. All right, guys. Thank you for listening to Hashtag No Filter with Zach Peter. That's me. You can give me a follow at Just Plain Zach. Follow the podcast at No Filter with Zach and listen to Hashtag No Filter with Zach Peter. Every Monday and Wednesday, we have new interviews and then lives that happen that are released on the podcast every Friday. Go and subscribe to the YouTube channel at youtube.com slash Just Plain Zach so you can watch full episodes of Hashtag No Filter with Zach Peter and more fun tidbits. And definitely get some No Filter Wine at nofilterwine.com so you can get Liddy City with what we have left of this summer. Let's get it. All right, guys. Love you. Mean it. Talk to you later. Bye. Bye.